Hey, this is Kevin Weatherby at Save the Cowboy. I want you to tow that stirrup, throw a leg over the candle, take a deep seat, and pull your hat down tight. I ain't gonna tolerate no whining or griping, so let's all strike a long trot down that narrow trail and learn how to ride with God. Come on! What you waiting on? Let's go. All right, welcome to Save the Cowboy. This is a sick pen for sinners, not a show ring for saints. My name is Kevin Weatherby. I'm the founder of Save the Cowboy, and... To my left, once again, is the venerable. I still didn't look up what oh, that okay. means. But, uh, I guess I'm still venerable, yeah, then. Yeah, still venerable. Okay. The venerable Ty Weber, he's our, uh, he's our ranch manager over both our ranches. Good morning. To my right is uh, Mitch Gorman. He runs our Rayma Ranch about 30 miles from here. And uh, Ty, tell him a little bit about, you know, kind of the local stuff that, that our ministry does. Okay. Well, good morning. Uh, thanks for thanks for uh, tuning in today. Can I first say Happy Mother's Day to, to all the mothers out there? Um, we appreciate you. You're you're an integral part of the the family triangle, and and uh, thank you for teaching our children how to love and, and show God's love in their lives. Um, My mic wasn't so. on. Sorry. This is Ty Weber. My mic wasn't on. <laughs> I'm the venerable Ty Weber. <laughs> <laughs> what was the question again? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. Uh, the Long X Ranch. We're uh, basically what we're about is is uh, using our gifts to serve God. And and you know we we give away beef because that's what we raise. We we don't raise yaks and llamas, so we don't give them away. But we do give away beef, and and we. We, we feel like, you know, we, we have an opportunity as a cattle ranch to, to do something that other ministries can't, and that's to raise beef cattle. Uh, with the skills that we have and the resources that we have, we, with the two ranches that we lease, and, uh, and raise those cattle up and, and process them and give that meat away for free to, to hungry people that are in need. And, man... You know, it, it's been a, a three or four year process getting this built up, but but God works so amazing Amen. In, in the way that he prepares us for things. And, and with with the struggles people are having right now today, uh, we're prepared and we've given away as much beef this year already as we normally do in a full year. And, and we were ready for it. So uh, thank you to everyone. It's not just me. It's not just Mitch and, and Kevin. That, that do that there's it there's a lot of pieces to this puzzle uh, that have to come together for this to work in in our community our extended community everybody that supports the long X ranch has has allowed that to happen so that's true it, it's amazing um so save the cowboy is a sick pen for sinners not our show ring for saints but we spread the good news through the legacy artistry and traditions of the working ranch cowboy okay. Tell them a little bit how we do that part okay. of the legacy artistry and tradition. Okay. Yeah, the, the, the cowboy, cowboy way of life is, is kind of slipping away um, as, as technology takes over the world. And, and uh, you know, but, but cattle still need to be raised. People still want to eat beef, which, which is proven. Uh, I, when I went to the store uh, a few weeks ago, it was great because the beef aisle was sold out and the chicken aisle was was full of chickens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the meatless burgers were all over. Uh, but uh, you know, we're, to to keep those traditions alive, someone has to has to teach those. And and so what we're trying to do is is take our knowledge and and we've got a lot more knowledge to attain. But but we've. Uh, We've got some knowledge in the in the cowboy world, and we're we're going to try to take that and pass it along, 
and typically that would happen on a ranch from from the from the you know older generation to the younger generation. Um, we've got a lot of older generation people wanting to come in and learn how to cowboy, and it's 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 really cool because you know they they've wanted to do it their whole life. They just haven't had an opportunity to, and so we are. Uh, we actively practice uh, every week. Hopefully, we're going to get that started up soon, Jack. So you can you can get horseback again. Uh, and we we uh, teach that and learn that uh, here at the Long X Ranch. We have a practice once a week, and then we take it out into the community and 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 serve uh, the area ranchers with with those skills that we've attained. And it's phenomenal. Mm -hmm. That that ministry just continues to grow. It really does. Um, but something else that's continuing to grow. So, Mitch, a lot of people that, that are watching right now, they're not local. It's not conducive for them to, you know, travel all the way out here with their horse and stuff. But tell them about the Long X Ranch Cowboys and how they can get involved with that, no matter where they are in the entire world. Yeah, you know, I get calls all the time from people all over the United States. How can I get involved? And they're gung-ho. And I, I can't, I don't have the heart to tell them unless they want to travel all the way out to Colorado, you know. But they can, I tell them they can either serve where they're at or they can get in part, uh, get in with the Long X Ranch Cowboys. And what that is, is it's really the backbone of what Save the Cowboy is and what we do. Um, this ranch cannot run without our online ministry. Um, it's, it's, it's seriously the backbone of everything that mm -hmm. this ranch stands for. Um, we get support from all over the United States, um, a couple different countries. Yeah, too. yep. Um, yeah. People from all over. Um, and what it is is you get access to daily devotionals and conference calls two times a month. Um, it's, you can, I, I mean, the donations, they go from 10 to $500 a month. That's all you, that's all it is. And we can set it for more if you want to give more. Right. But, yeah. um, um, there's no limit. There's, there's no, <laughs> limit. But, uh, uh, but man, what it, what it is, is you get to, to be a part of, of this ministry and help us do what we do because without it, we wouldn't be able to do what we do. Just like what Ty was talking about, the beef that we give away, the, the people that we go and serve and we're, and we're starting to get more, places that we're going to serve that's not just kyle colorado last week mm -hmm. we were in kansas we were got invited mm -hmm. to go to oregon and our trip got canceled because of the coronavirus mm -hmm. right and we've been to idaho and and uh, yeah it's on it's on well if not it'll pick up you yeah. can probably pick yeah. up from mine yeah. so yeah sorry if the mic's not on i can hold a lot closer to my mouth if you want anyways but uh yeah the long x ranch cowboys to become a part of it it's super easy just go to savethecowboy.com click on become a long x member today and that's uh, just put all your information in and um and if you want to i mean if this is your second third time watching and you kind of consider this your your weekly church service then we kind of want to ask you to step up step up and support what we do um, yeah fill the gap yeah fill the gap somebody gave to 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 so you could listen today somebody gave to so you could listen today and we're just asking you to do the same thing so would you open us up in prayer mitch yep Heavenly Father, we just thank you so much just for the opportunity to be here today. Lord, I, I thank you just for just the blessings that you give everybody that we've had. Um, Lord, we, we ask you for rain, but um, Lord, we know you're in control and we know you're we know you're always good, Lord. Whatever you got planned, it's going to be good. Lord, I, I ask that you just bless Kevin and his family and thank you for all that he does and, and just being our leader, Lord. And, and just thank you for everybody and save the cowboy who do what they do, Lord. Just be with us as we go throughout our week. Um, fill, help us to uh, fill our minds with God's word and uh, give, give the words to Kevin to speak this morning. It's your name. We ask these things and praise your name. Amen. Amen. All right.
If you've got your Bibles, turn with me to Romans chapter 9, and we'll also jump over real quick to 1 Samuel 16 whenever the time comes. So, uh... Most people that have been watching Save the Cowboy for a while, man, uh, you've heard about my little gray mare, Fiona. I got her from a good buddy of mine named Rocky Adams uh, when she was just, gosh, I guess she was just a two-year-old, maybe a three-year-old. And, uh, you know, Fiona is just a gray mare. Now, for, for those of you that's not in the cowboy or horse world, you might be wondering what a gray mare is. That, that just means that she's not papered. I mean, she, she's from papered stock, but she doesn't have uh, AQHA paperwork saying all of this stuff. She's just a, a gray mare. And, you know... <laughs> I, I sure don't want to offend anybody, but but I'm a I'm a fish out of water because I've never had papered horses and uh, I know nothing about them. I'm just I'm just an old cowboy that that grew up on nags and and stuff like that. But you know, whenever I hear people having a papered horse conversation that that know a lot more about me. Um, I, I just feel real uncomfortable because, you know, the, the conversation usually goes like this. Yeah, I got me a new colt and, uh, you know, uh, the thing can slide 11s and, you know, he's out of, I don't know, Pepto-Bismol and Imodium AD or I, I don't even know what names of horses are. But, you know, if you've got a case of the runs, he's got the stop. You know what I mean? That was funny. I worked on that. You know, people ask me sometimes, they're like, oh, you know, uh, that's, that's a nice looking horse you got there. And I'm like, yeah, thanks. And they're like, who's their dam? And, and that, that means like the mom side. And I'm like, uh, I think she's out of damned if you do, damned if you don't. And they say, well, who's her sire? And I was like, is that, that kind of like Lord? Because I don't even think my Mary's Christian. But, but I've sure enough rebuked her a lot. But yeah, you know, she's just a typical grade mare. There's, I mean, there, there's, she's really special, but but not a, not with a pedigree, not with a set of papers. The AQHA doesn't even know she exists. You know, she she's just a regular horse. But you know what? In Romans chapter nine, Paul talks about the Jewish people, and the Jews thought that their papers or their pedigree was really all they needed to be right with God. But Rome, in Romans chapter 9, Paul sets them straight. He says, this means that Abraham's physical descendants are not necessarily children of God. Only the children of the promise are considered to be Abraham's children. Now, I, and I get it, man. You're like, what? What does that mean? But you, you can't rely on, on something that your family did. You can't, you can't rely, you know, just because, you know, your granddad was a preacher that that means that, that you're saved or that you're a child of God. You know, and, and going even a step further, um, growing up in church doesn't mean that you're automatically saved. Just because you've heard the message doesn't mean that you've given in to the message of salvation through Jesus Christ and Jesus Christ alone. You know, how good a Christian your mama was doesn't mean squat. You know, and, and I know some of y'all knuckleheads, man, your mama be praying for you all day long and all night long and on Saturday nights especially. But just because you, 
you know, your mama prays for you, that doesn't make you a Christian. It, it doesn't give you a pedigree. It, it doesn't give you a, a set of papers where, you know, you, you get to be like at the amusement park, you know, where you wait in line for, for 42 hours and you get the fast pass that you can get up to the front of the line. None of that means anything, you know, and I, I'm sure people won't like to hear this, but your Christian denomination don't mean squat either. I mean, your faith in Jesus is what means everything. The, the promise is that what God would do for us, what we couldn't do for ourselves. And so that means that it doesn't matter if you go to church every Sunday. I mean, you should. I mean, that, that, that's how you learn and grow, or it's one aspect of it. It's not the only aspect of it. And it doesn't matter, you know, if your granddad was a deacon or a preacher or your dad, you know, went on a mission trip. Nothing matters except your personal relationship with Christ. You know, Fiona, um, she's not very big. You know, she's probably 14 and a half hands tall. She's like 14.6 hands tall. That, that, thank you, Ty and Mitch, for that. Yeah, 14.5 or 13.8, <laughs> right? Uh, she's not a very tall horse. And, you know, I, I have roped cattle way bigger than I probably should on on Fiona but you know it, it's not her size that I love about her it's her heart it's her heart the one day we were out at uh, at a local rancher uh out east uh uh we'll call him Bob McClaney and uh, <laughs> and I had to rope a big old cow because she was on the fight when we were tagging calves and and I went up to her and and I necked her and uh, I don't remember who was trying to heal her but just as soon as I necked her she come right up the rope at Mach 2 and I thought oh this is going to be bad because she was bigger than my horse was and old Fiona man she never batted an eye she pinned them ears wheeled and double barreled that cow right between the eyes <laughs> And that cow stayed at the end of the rope after that. You know, her Fiona, I, I always think that her her spirit human is is Doc Holliday with a scattergun because she's not afraid to pull both triggers at any moment if a cow gets out of line or if it's in the same pasture as her or if she thinks there might be a cow in the same pasture as her. She hates cattle. Uh or looks at her wrong. I mean, that, that's just Fiona. It's not her size that's a big deal. It's her heart that is a big deal. Same thing goes with God. Same thing goes with God. In 1 Samuel chapter 16, verse 7, um, the Lord is talking to Samuel. Um, Saul is the king, and uh, he tells Samuel that Saul has, he's taken his his spirit away from Saul because of some of the things that Saul did and he sends Samuel to anoint the next king of Israel so uh, he sends Samuel to Bethlehem to the to the family of uh, of David and David's got a lot of older brothers and sisters and they're all big you know big young strapping men like me and Ty and Mitch and uh, anyway <laughs> and so anyway Samuel looks at all these people and God says, not that one, not that one, not that one, not that one. And he gets to the end and God is still like, not that one, there's another son. So Samuel's like, is there another boy? And he's like, well, you know, our runt is out with a sheep. He's just a sheep herder. He's like, send for him. And the Lord talks about this and he says, but the Lord said to Samuel, don't judge by his appearance or height 
for I have rejected Saul. The Lord doesn't see things the way you see them. People judge by outward appearance, but the Lord looks at the heart. See, God looks at the heart. He doesn't look at your size. He doesn't look at your shape. He doesn't look at your color, creed. He doesn't even look at your religious background or even your brains. I mean, think about this. God can even use team ropers and bull riders. Crazy, isn't it? I mean, that's obvious that, that God is like, I don't know, man. I'm a, Kevin, you might be going a little too far. And, and I mean, the fact that God can use team ropers and bull riders is all the proof you need that God can use anyone, right? I mean, seriously, we, we love our, 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 those people. <laughs> so listen, man, you know, it's not about your pedigree. It's not your background. It doesn't matter about your granddaddy, your grandmommy, or, or anything like that. It doesn't matter if you go to church every Sunday. What matters is your faith in God. And, and, and it's not your stature that he looks at. And it's not your job that he looks at. And, and it's not anything else. But God can see inside our hearts. And that's what God can use. And finally, I think this is going to be good news for a lot of you knuckleheads. See, she's got a sorry disposition. Fiona does. She's got a sorry disposition, but she gives it all she has. I've often said that you can get about 70% from a gelding, about 50% from a stud, and 110% from a mare. People say that where the ears are pointed is where they're looking. Well, Fiona keeps her eyes on me at all times. Doesn't matter if I'm feeding, it doesn't matter nothing. She has got her eyes on me. I can, but you know, that sorry disposition, the fact that she hates cattle, I've learned to use that. I've been working cattle before and had to jump off and open a gate or something like that and didn't need the cows getting out. And I have literally thrown the reins around her neck, parked her in a, in a gate, gone and done something, and she will not let a cow by. She will just stay right there. And if they get close, she'll either bite them or double barrel them. It doesn't matter. I can park her anywhere I want. And I've learned to use her sorry disposition to get the job done. Romans chapter 9, now we're going back to Romans chapter 9, verse 12. Paul says, he calls people, but not according to their good or bad works. For Rebecca was told, your older son will serve your younger son. Now, I know you don't really know without context what Paul is talking about, but he's talking about uh, Isaac's kids, Isaac's Isaac's daddy was Abe or Abraham, and then you had Isaac, and Isaac had twin boys, Esau and Jacob. Now, they were twins, but Esau, he was calved first, okay? He was calved first, but even before they were born, and firstborn is supposed to get all the rights and all of this stuff, but before they, according to the Jewish custom, but even before they were born, uh, God said that the older son will serve your younger son. So does that mean Jake or Jacob was better than Esau? No, they were both knotheads. They were absolutely both knotheads. But even though Jacob was a knothead, I mean, he fought with God and he, he was kind of a... He was a horse-trading son of a gun. And I, and I don't really mean that in a, in a good sense. But... Just because Jacob, God foretold that Jacob would, would uh, 
kind of inherit everything from, from his granddaddy and from Isaac and stuff like that. God called Jacob despite his sorry disposition. But see, God can use that too. Because those with sorry dispositions usually have a lot of ear on them. And, and, and I know that, you know, a lot of people ain't cowboy and, and they don't understand what I mean with that. But you come out here to the Long X Ranch right now and just look at our yearlings and, and, and there's some mighty fine ones in there. And then there's a few that's got some ear on them, got some Bramer in them or Brahma as Yankees call them. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, man, they're, they're wild, man. They, I always say that the ear bone is connected to the backbone. So uh, God can use backbone. God can use backbone. Have you ever wondered, like, can God really use me? Because may maybe you don't have a pedigree. May you know, maybe you didn't grow up in church or, you know, and, and despite what some of these denominations will tell you, that they're the only ones going to heaven, that's crap. And uh, just saying it like it is. But God can use anybody. You don't need a pedigree. And it, and it doesn't matter what you do and in, in how big you are, how smart you are, how eloquent of a talker you are. Man, God looks at the heart, nothing else. And even if you've got a sorry disposition, man, God can use those too because you know what he needs? He's looking for people with some backbone, seriously. And, you know, there, there's this uh, kind of a deal about... Uh, being a Christian, that if you're a Christian, you know you're like this little pansy with your tail tucked between your legs and just love everybody. Bull crap. Man, you've got to have some backbone to be an authentic Christian. You know, think about this. Moses, he was a murderer. Jacob was overly ambitious. David was an adulterer. Jonah was a serious knothead. Matthew, he was a tax collector. Honorary swindler. Peter, he was a hothead. Simon was a zealot. He was a revolutionary, probably killed people. Thomas was a doubter. Paul, he was a religious, a religious mercenary. But remember, you might be saying, well, I've got a sorry disposition. That'll make me a good, you know, that make me a good Christian. Well, it might. But every one of those people that I just listed, none of them stayed that way. None of them stayed that way. Because when we come to Christ, it's time to grow. And you know what? When it's time to grow, man, it's double tough. It's double, double tough. So, I, you know, I don't know what you're going through. I think most people watching are, are going through something. I mean, our, our whole country's going through something right now. But, man, don't give up. Man, God is what we need, and he is all that we need. Your sorry disposition doesn't mean God can't use you, but be sure that you don't stay that way. If papers, size, and even, it's not papers, size, or even disposition that God uses, but it's calling on your life, your heart, and your backbone. Do you have those? Do you want to have those? Let me summarize everything I've been talking about with a great quote from one of my favorite bloggers, a guy named John Acuff. It says, the next time you feel unqualified, to be used by God, remember this. He tends to recruit from the pit, not the pedestal. We read that one more time. The next time you feel unqualified to be used by God, remember this. He tends to recruit from the pit, not the pedestal. Many people ask me, man, how did I get to this point right here? 
because God drug me out of the pit. And, I, and I've slipped and I've fallen right back in it pretty recently too. But thank, I thank God that he pulled me out of the pit and decided to continue to use even a knothead like me. When I gave my life to Christ, I knelt down in a double wide trailer bedroom floor holding the, holding the hand of my wife. And I said, God, I don't know what you could do with a sorry cowboy like me. But if you'll have me, I'll go where you want me to go. I'll say what you want me to say. I'll do what you want me to do, and I'll be who you want me to be. That was it. That was my prayer. It can be yours too. Let's go to God in prayer. God, we know that you can see inside our hearts and see our potential. We will never reach our potential on our own. Father, I, I, I don't know who you've called and who you haven't. But I pray that all those listening right now will search their own hearts to see if it just might be them. They know, and I, and I know you know. Don't let us settle for a gelding Christianity of 70% or a stud Christianity of 50%, but rather a mere Christianity of 110%. And God, if I may be so bold to add a PS to a prayer, please don't let people miss the point by commenting that their gelding or stud is so awesome. This is about our calling, not about horses. And God, you can use that person that's praying with me right now. You want to, let them come to you. And it's in Jesus Christ's name I pray, amen. Hey, you know, listen, before y'all leave, man, I want to thank you for everybody, like Mitch said in the beginning. Man, if you are watching this right now, it's because somebody sacrificed something that they had to make this possible. Man, what we're asking you to do right now is to fill a gap. Man, we, we've got a great gathering uh, planned and you know Jesus said go out into all the world and make disciples of all men and all nations and that's what we're doing man you know if if God ain't called you to go gather like that then he's definitely called you to support those that are and and we're willing to be those cowboys and cowgirls that are willing to do that but you know what someone stepped up so that you could see this right now man we're asking that you step up because somebody's life eternal life may just depend on it from Kiowa, Colorado, I'm Kevin Weatherby. We'll see y'all next Sunday.